following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. You're listening to Hats, Tats, and Stats podcast on the BICBP Radio Network with your hosts, EZD Derek Jaws, T-Wave Taylor Sekaterski, Big Diesel Nick Yelich, Bold Claim Ben Yelich, and Austin Kelm, the Stat Man. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Hats, Tats, and Stats. I am EZD, your man with the plan here every week with you guys. And this week, I am bringing back Big Diesel. You know, I say that. I wasn't here last week. You and Bold Claim Ben got it done for me, filling in in the trenches, next man up style. Love to see it. Yeah, you know, when called upon, you just got to sometimes put your nose to the grindstone and uh, bang out an epi at 9 p.m. at night with uh, (laughs) a... A tired college student who's uh, going into some finals, midterm things. Oh, God. And he, yeah. He was in rare form last week, and we appreciate him stepping up and getting it done for us here. But uh, I am back. You're back. We're in studio, and we are getting it done. In so, studio. In studio. For those playing the at-home game, I'm doing slow blinks at a cat right now because I want to pet it. But Well, and that's because in studio means we're in my kitchen uh, until we can afford and find <laughs> a... Uh, a cool studio space to have here. Um, this is what we have to work with. That being said, uh, where do you want to start? Let's get the uh, let's get the Sabers talk out of the way. It's a good way to you know. It's not too down. And we can get into the rest. of this Okay. Stuff. So Jack Eichel got traded. Jack Eichel did get officially moved. Uh, so Eichel took a little bit of crap. There's a whole lot to unpack here. Yeah, there there really is. Do you so, want to do? How do you want to? Do you want to start? Do you want to give like a little timeline, or do you think everybody kind of knows the timeline? Well, we might have some newer uh, newer listeners diving in, so let's uh, let's start out. the The Sabers got the second overall pick in 2015. In 2015, took Eichel. Now which here's was, the thing: we tanked. Yes. And for those of you who might be too young to remember or just didn't pay attention to the Sabres, which I don't blame you, we there was like tearing down to the studs, and you see teams try to do it all the time. I don't think there's ever been a more successful tank than what the Sabres did. Like, we were down. Zemgis Gergensens was our all-star. Yeah. Steve Ott was our captain. We were pitiful, yes. and we wanted McDavid. This, it was all for McDavid. And, and the best part about this is there was a shot – it was a long shot, but there was a shot that we could have ended up with both yeah. the top two picks, yep. which would have been just that electric. That would have been amazing. That would have oh. been awesome. Uh, but in, in some alternate universe, there's, <laughs> Sabres are winning multiple Cubs with Eichel McDavid. Yeah, with, what was it? They called it Mc, McEichel? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that tandem would have been fun. Uh, it, alas, it didn't work out. We didn't get um, we didn't get McDavid. We didn't get the first overall pick. We were historically bad. Yeah. Which is impressive considering what we've done since. But we were and Arizona, bad. Arizona that year was also historically bad. But like we out historically batted them to Which the point where like we took heat off of Arizona and like they've also never recovered. Yes, um, we then end up with Eichel, which is which was the easy pick at two. Absolutely, uh, and so began the Jack Eichel saga in Buffalo. Jack Eichel experienced TM. Um, I mean, we're talking about a guy who, when he was on the ice, it looked good. He looked good. He did Eichel things. We did what he we kind of what we expected him to. Yeah. 
The problem is, in the world of hockey, it's not a game where you can have one dude that just carries the whole squad. Unless that dude's name is Alex Alex Ovechkin, who has come close in the past. Now, well, let's not talk about Russian Jesus, all right? Um, Who is definitely part Grizzly Bear. Not the point. And and other half Silver Fox. Yeah. Um, But in terms of Eichel, man... for years, for his five years here with the Sabres, there was a lot of times besides his rookie-ish year when we had O'Reilly, that was actually like a decent team. We almost made playoffs. Um, but after that, it was when other lines were on the ice, we are in our own zone, hemmed in, hemmed in. Number nine gets on the ice. All of a sudden, we're in the offensive zone, and we have a chance to score. Right. Like, it was night and day experience. But your best player in hockey is going to play 20 minutes a night especially as a forward. So that's it. Let's do the math real quick. That's one full period of hockey, right? It's a third out of your best player. So, yeah, I mean, you can only do so much, right? (laughs) It's, it's not like football where you, if you have a good quarterback, he touches the ball every play. And I mean, we can argue about that in a little bit. We can. Cause, uh, yeah, but I, I I, I mean, my, my point being one good hockey player, I, well, it's not LeBron in basketball. LeBron could play the full 48 minutes. Right. So LeBron could take over the game. LeBron needs a break. Okay, we'll, we'll play him at center. We'll just stick him around the paint for a little while. He can get a breather. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and, but and, he's going to be on the floor. Right. And and in football, on the, when you're talking about offense, you know, yeah. it's, it's it's one of those things where a good quarterback can cover a lot of issues. Oh, absolutely. Is, they, is really they, what I was yeah, getting Yeah, I, I get you. So um, it was ugly. And he, so Eichel, the team was ugly. Eichel did what he could do. To an extent. I don't blame anything he did as a, a player on the ice. No. Uh, allegedly, there is some, some character issues in the building. Not a fan of how he treated people. Yeah. Was what recently was kind of dropped. Uh, um, the term big-leaguing people kind of yeah, came out. Yeah, and you know what, man? We had this conversation, too, is that this city is not for everybody. No. And I don't blame anybody who doesn't fit this city like a glove. Not everybody's going to fit like Josh Allen, man. Right. Um. And Jack's a Boston kid, mass hole. And I don't like Boston and Buffalo is completely just clashing he, vibes. He he feels like a hockey bro. He's he is. He's he's a Massachusetts kid with like, you know, we he did the hockey circuit, so he was up in Canada right. playing in Quebec for a while. Good in fishing in Quebec. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> I you know how I feel about the French. Um look at Jack didn't fit this city. I have nothing against him as a player. My big thing now, let's talk about the trade injury thing. So Jack gets hurt last year, continues to play, and then herniated disc. Right. I think that's what it was, right? Uh, yes. So Some, some type of disc, disc yeah, issue in his neck. Disc I- issue in his neck. So he goes and wants to get um, a surgery that's never been done in the NHL, but has been done by... Mixed martial artists, right? Football players. So it's not higher un- higher collision impact sports than hockey, right? It's not an unusual thing for an athlete to have done. It's just never been done in the world of hockey. So now, what has come out before the season, before the COVID season, before Jack gets, gets that neck injury, he went to the front office, um, including ownership, and said, "Look, it it looks like you're gearing up for another rebuild. I don't want to be a part of another rebuild." Like I wanna, I wanna win. I wanna, I wanna do something. Um, and Terry, it's it. What it seems like now, Terry and Kim took that super personally. <laughs> Seriously, he said he didn't want to be part of a rebuild, and I took that personally. 
Yeah. Like no joke though yeah, because I, because from that point on now they the Sabres claimed um that the the insurance wouldn't cover if the surgery went poorly for his neck surgery because it was never done in the NHL. Right. So that's why they wanted him to get the fusion instead of the artificial disc. Yada, yada, yada. What it looks like at this point is Terry and Kim were saying, all right, well, screw you, Jack. You're not going to, you don't want to be a part of this. Then you're not going to play. Jack allegedly went to front office and said, look it, just let me get the surgery. Right. I will come back and I will play for you. I will get my trade value up, whatever you need if you want to move me, but get let me get this surgery, let me play. Didn't let him get the surgery. And if you remember, that was back in like early June. So now fast forward to now, he still hasn't had the surgery. It's a five-month recovery process. They have now screwed him out of playing for Team USA in the Olympics this yep. year, which would have been electric with Austin Matthews, Patty Kane. Oh, my Kane. God. Yeah, we, so screwed him out of that. They refuse to retain. They refuse to uh, allow Kevin Adams to retain salary to get better, uh, you know, deal back. They refuse to let him go anywhere in the East, so he had to go out west. Yep. And on Spit and Chicklets, Jack was asked, "Did it ever feel like not from coaching or GMs, but higher up? Did it ever feel personal how this thing went down?" And he like paused, and then he was like, "Oh man." Like, it was a gotcha thing. Like, he couldn't say it, but... He wanted to. It was clearly the Pagulas took took it so personally and then screwed this guy over. Which is... I mean, and that's like, That's just why I tough... don't have hard feelings for Jack. No, and, and Jack took some crap uh, because when the trade did happen, now, for those playing the home game, he got sent to the... Vegas Golden Vegas Knights. Golden Knights. Um, and upon the announcement going out... He went to social media and just put an, uh, an edit up of him in a Vegas uniform on the ice, which was a which was a Sabres picture, obviously, right. and just said Vegas baby Vegas, and Buffalo Buffalo Twitter, Buffalo Facebook went nuts. I don't know how why. dare he? You know what? You know a, a team that drafted you and blah 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 blah. Listen, we didn't do anything for this kid. We drafted him. We drafted him, and we put him behind the eight ball. We hung him out to dry, really, for multiple his, times. His entire career. His entire career. And just the epitome of it all was to screw him over on, on his way out. Yeah, and, and really, at the end of the day, people's issue was that he didn't post, like, the heartfelt thank you to the Buffalo fans and Buffalo as a whole. Why, like, And he ended, up, he ended up doing it. Yeah, right? but he also said in multiple, like, the... I don't really have an issue with it because Elliot Friedman had an interview the whole day. Like this, this they knew the Eichel deal was getting done. They had interviews set up and ready to go. Right in all of those interviews across all of those media platforms, he said continuously, "This is nothing against the city or the fans. I love them and they deserve to have a winner." Yes, like all that stuff. So he was saying it on TV. If you're on Twitter and you're not following people who are posting those video clips, it looks like he's not saying anything. Right. But he's out there actually saying it publicly well yes. that they just, his social media team posted that edit. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, that's his agent. Yeah. So the, these guys very, very rarely operate their own. Operate yeah. their own. Like, and you see it, some football guys do it. Um, Jerry Hughes is a classic example of he has his own social media team that, that posts like just... You know, like motivational stuff. Yeah. But then when he has, when he had to go calm down Cole Beasley, he took 
control of it himself. You know yeah. what I mean? So well, and, and a lot of that is to make sure, and these guys do that, they employ these people to make sure that they don't say or do something yeah. stupid. Public relations. Just to, to be in the in a bad spotlight. And then Jack did come out on social media and post the thank right. you, you know, to the fans in the city of Buffalo, you know, and, you know, for being fans and supporting him. And like, I saw a lot of people on Twitter, a lot of like the non-suburban hockey dads on Twitter <laughs> uh, that I know, like the, like the sports guys, like the yeah. real sports guys who were like, listen, like. Jack deserves this. He yeah. to go. He deserves to go to a good team and play hockey and do well. And like, you know, I I do. I want to see him win a cup Dude, with them. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see him absolutely tear it up out in Sin City, bro. He was and and not the way Johnny Menzel tore it up in Sin City. No, that's no, no, something no, 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 different. No, no. Yeah, that's. I mean, he had a weekend though. <laughs> he sure um, did. Him <laughs> nah, and the Beebskis. In terms of Jack, I mean, I I've gone to a. a plenty of Sabres games. I definitely went to a bunch when they were good. You know, in the oh five oh six kind yep. of run era. But Jack was one of the most electric players live I've ever seen. Um, he's just, he looks different. Yeah, he, he is the real deal. He is, there's just times where he takes over a game. Um, I mean, I remember the time he beat Ottawa 4-2 for us. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and that's impressive. When you, when you yourself, and, and we talked about, that's a guy who can take over a game, but it's tough to do every night. Right. It's tough to do it every night right. in a 62-game season. Yeah, so. Right, I mean, 62 games? 82. 82. But. It's up there somewhere. Yeah, looked like an eight. I don't know. Yeah, I got you. Dyslexia. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, look at. I'll say this now because let's move on from Jack. Love you, Jack. Gonna miss you. Go do shit. You know, be Ryan O'Reilly. Go win an Accounts My Trophy. Right. <laughs> yeah, go. Uh, um, but in terms of what we got back, Alex Tuck, Syracuse kid, big fan of that. I mean, a guy who like legitimately seems excited to be a saber. Yeah. Um, well, and he, that that he's a, we went and got a guy who's excited to play for a team he grew up being a fan of. Right. Great. I'm on board. That's what we need right now. Also, just Central New York kid. So, if any of you who are from upstate New York, you know the kind of you know it's it's almost more of a Midwest blue collar mentality. Right. Upstate New York. So that's the kind of player he is. He's he's Zemgis Gergensen's with a, with a lot more skill. Right. Um, I would say Peyton Krebs, blue chip prospect is what you're gonna read everywhere. got some skill but like yeah, we'll see is he better than middle stat i don't know if he is he gonna be better than middle stat that's gonna be very interesting to see i can't right. wait for mitzi to get back tage looks really good this year so i mean we definitely added pieces we got some draft capital we got three first round picks barring that vegas doesn't be in the lottery and get a top 10 pick right um we got three first round picks in this next year's draft which is going to be allegedly historically loaded with some talent uh, which great awesome um and, and you know, and that's what you need. You need. We we've seen some steps in the right direction. Uh, our boy Donnie Meatballs looks like he's got him playing some some inspired hockey. At least we talked about it last year. We like entertaining. We like we understand you're not going to win a ton of games. Probably there's. I mean, and, and they're and they're winning. They're they're they they at least they started out hot. They were winning. Yeah. That Bare minimum, the- you're competitive. You're in games. Like you know what? We didn't have a shot to blow a three goal oh, lead yeah. last year. Yeah. Because we never had a three never goal had lead. A three goal lead. Like, I I will also say this. In terms of the beginning of the schedule, uh in football terms, they played the Jets Jags uh football team right in like a, a three yeah. game stretch kind of thing. Um and now they're getting into the real teams where yeah, the meat, the meat and potatoes yeah, of it and all. you had to go on a West Coast road trip, which a lot of guys haven't done. We're a young team. We're playing we're playing well, man. Yeah. I mean, like there's a lot of nights where it's just they got the horses and we don't. And but we're flying around and the efforts there. We're making plays. 
last year, you know, we played teams that had the horses and we didn't, and we weren't even in the race. Now, like we were also in the division of death, man. We and we were, but I mean, now we're playing teams that have the horses that like, and it. We don't look like a team who's like we're not out of place, right? We don't look like we don't belong. Yeah, you know, we're just missing a few pieces at this we're, point. We're is, we're banged up. We're yeah. banged up, but here's the thing. I, I'm gonna just be a little optimistic. One, Mitzi gets back. That his center depth increases exponentially. Yep. Um, Yoki Haru gets back. Darling gets his actual defensive partner back. I can't wait for that. Um, Matias Samuelson got. Uh, he's he finally got sent down to Rochester to get some games. Right. That's kind of Risto replacement, right. if you will. Uh, and I really like Matias Samuelson. Um, so I'd like to see him get up to the NHL and get some games soon after he gets his conditioning back. Right. And then in terms of the AHL, Paterka and Quinn, first and second round draft picks last year, are just absolutely lighting the AHL on fire. Love to see that. And getting Peyton Krebs down there, we didn't, we're not rushing him into the NHL despite him playing for Vegas this year. Right. Uh, we put him down in Rochester. So... If we can get them to get some chemistry and then we can almost bring up an entire line to the NHL that has played with each other for a bit. Right. And then they can kind of feel out the NHL game together. Yeah, get a month or six weeks under your belt down there, get going, and then... Not even. They might get half a season to a full season. Right. You know, and that's... It just... It, it, it feels like the start of a Bills-type build that we Trust had. process. Just getting, getting the right guys in the right places. Um, and with that... That'll be a fun segue into the NFL. Yeah. Um, I'm still mad about Sunday. Yeah. I'm disgusted, really. Yeah. I like, and we put something out on Twitter, and I I couldn't help but laugh because one of my favorite things to do is to look on social media after a Bills game and see what people are saying about what's going on with the Bills. Ways to fix the Bills, according to social media. Matt Breda, the West Coast offense, Mitch Trubisky, trading Stefan Diggs despite the fact that the trade deadline is over. And why the hell would you trade Stefan Diggs? Um, continue to establish the run, which McDermott did say today something to the effect of needing to um, be more committed or like really be able to establish the run. Um, and it was more of a, if we're going to try to run the ball, we need to run the ball. Yeah. Um, you know, and they, they, it was kind of denoted as a way to publicly say something that was meant for the team to hear. Yeah. Um, fire bean dress and play Christian Wade and move Ed Oliver to offensive guard. I love that. That's, all that's the best take all, all things that I saw on, on social media, just Sunday night and Monday. Um, we also had a fun, a fun little experience. Oh, you know, we'll talk about that at the end of the show. Um, so, I'm still, I'm still angry. I'm still disgusted by the by the showing that we had. Our offensive line looked awful, and that right there, awful mic drop. Because it doesn't, dude. I you hear it all the time that football is won in the trenches, but it does not matter who the hell you got back there. It doesn't matter who you got out wide. It doesn't matter. If you can't block a guy in front of you, if you can't take care of the four defensive linemen in front of you, running or passing, we couldn't do it. It doesn't matter. You're not going to be able to move the ball. You're not going to be able to do anything. Josh made some ridiculous plays yeah. to keep drives alive. And like 
end of the game where he gets sacked and and, and fumbles it, whatever, Daryl Williams didn't even get off the football. No. No, he didn't even move. Everybody's two steps into their, their kick set or, or pass rush, and he's on the football. Yeah. Like, that guy, you should at at bare minimum on a slow kick step. If that dude, like, that dude should at least need to take three to four steps upfield to get around you on a, on a slow step. This dude took his second step was toward the quarterback. Yeah. He took one step, went, oh, he's gone. Okay. And he cut in right off. It, and, like, it almost, like, I'm shocked that that guy wasn't, like, looking for a trap block is yeah. how quick he got through. Yeah. Like, you, you almost expect him to slow down, like, all right, who's coming to get yeah, me? Yeah. Like, like there, there's a reason I got whiffed right. on here. Like, right. this, this, nope. No, this was really just a lookout block. Yeah, this was this it, was literally staying in your stance, yelling "lookout." Deion Dawkins, I, I know I've been on record for for multiple years now. He, he's pass pro. Everybody, I don't know why he's very Jason Peters to me. He he grabs and leans. Everybody gives him all this credit. Franchise tackle, franchise tackle, dude. He can't run block, and his pass pro. I mean, you, COVID. You could give whatever excuse you want. Slow and just. Awful technique. It, he 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 looks like he has lazy feet this year. More than lazy feet. He like, looks like la- la- he look- lazy feet is the extent is like what he's had like kind of yeah. His but but he's but he now, kick like, steps twice. He tries to grab and then it, as soon as the guy gets off, he doesn't look for work anywhere else. He doesn't try to make up right. for his missed block. He just watches Josh. I mean, and it was it was bad. I mean, one of the worst pictures I saw of this was we had three guys. Both guards and our center are blocking one tackle, and all of a sudden, here comes a delayed blitz with no one within five yards either way of where yeah. he was coming from. I don't even know if it was a delayed blitz. I think Cody Ford just slid to the left. And, like, I'm sorry. If we're running a zone blocking, either you slid the wrong way, the call was wrong on the field, or you went, there's no one here, I'm going that also, way. Also, if like, you get a three-man front, and I'm just I, – I, I mean, I'm assuming here now – I should probably watch the film before I say this, but if if you get a three-man front like that, I would assume that you slide three men to whichever side has two guys, whichever the D-tackle goes, center goes with him. You three-man slide to that, and then you're big on big backside with yep. B-gap, and you find work. So you should probably go out and help on the, the D-end at least – you should yeah. protect B gap you, first. You 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 shouldn't be on the other side of the field. From right? Where you Why are up. you on the other A gap with with your back turned to the guy that's blitzing? Because you're like there's nowhere there's no body for you to hit on that person. Like I, the I, dude I, that we triple team, there's nobody. So you're looking at his numbers, and the guy's like, <laughs> really? <laughs> like, and and I mean like oh, yeah, the, it was so in terms frustrating. of Christian Wade, Matt Breda, I, I hear so much that Zach Moss isn't that good. Devin Singletary's trash. Look at all the work he did in the offseason just to not be. There was a beautiful stat. The Buffalo Bills running back averaged 0.2 yards before contact. Yeah. 0.2. Do you, that's less than a step. Yeah. You take a step, you're going at least like a yard and a half. You'd think. 0.2 <laughs> yards before contact. And, and, we're talking about a guy, Singletary. He was, going into this week, he was number 11 in yards per carry. Not to in mention, the league. this week. In the league. Also still this week. He wouldn't go down on first contact. The first contact just happened at 0.2 yards. Right. So then the second contact happens at the line of scrimmage or right behind the line of scrimmage, and people are like, oh, Devin Singletary sucks. Dude, give me prime Adrian Peterson and Derrick Henry in that backfield at the same time. We can't run two yards. Right. Uh, it was frustrating. Disgusting. It was, it was irritating. Defense looked good. 
Defense looked great. <laughs> Still the best defense in the league. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, <laughs> like, dude, the defense is legit. We're giving up less than less than fifteen points a game. I, I That's just, disgusting. I, I've never, I would never expect this offense to only score six points. No, no, and it's yeah. And D- Dable was in in the news today. Dable needs to get his head out of his ass. And he said that he he came out and he he did say you know the offensive struggles start and end with me. I need to be better. The dude looks like Puerto Rico in 2017. Absolute shambles. Yeah, just just a train wreck. Just an absolute train wreck. Um, you know, and and you, and you wonder why I've I've noticed some things this year that I'm not a fan of. Um, I when you have a, when you have an alleged franchise guy on the field and he's noticing things and you're not letting him notice those things. Another stat I saw, and this is the one that you quote tweeted uh, last week on second and long when are they, when our team's running the ball versus passing the ball. Fifteen of fifteen on second and long ran the ball last week. Yeah. How'd that work? How's that conservative game plan going, you and, fuck stick? And he said that. He he said, first off, we're getting into too many second and third and longs. I don't care. Throw the goddamn ball. Right. And then he said, when we're in those in those positions, our play calling is not like he goes, I ha- we haven't been doing what we need to do. Um, I need and, Brian like, Dable chewing on the pen, rocking back in the chair, and just calling deep shots. Yeah. That's when he was at his best. Listen, the, a, a probably deep, had a, a cover, Copenhagen dip in a, a, a cover two, a deep a deep two can't be what just makes my offense go from thirty plus a game to six. It can't be, and that's all they did. That's all they did. They put two high safeties and said, "Go ahead." And they brought four, but they would just not bring four straight up. Right. They, they and and our offensive line couldn't handle that communication. Ugh. It was it was awful. It Disgusting. was bad, and they better get back on track this week. But Josh really does not like playing the Jets. No, does not do well against the Jets. Mike White starting for the Jets this week. It was announced today. Yeah, the Mike White MVP. I mean, yeah. Anyway, well, uh, we're gonna start going all over the games for the week. We're gonna start with Thursday night football. Thursday nights are a great night to eat a burger. Yeah, and you know you know where you should go to. Price. You should, go to, you should go to the transit for half price burgers on Thursday night. And the reason we're bringing this up is because the show is currently sponsored by the Transit Music Lounge and the Union Pub. If you're downtown, go to the Union Pub across the street from the ballpark. If you're here in the Burbs, go to the Transit uh, Transit Music Lounge. Same cooks, similar menu. The uh, Union Pub downtown has a little bit more expansive menu because their kitchen's a little bit bigger and can handle a little bit more. Um but outside of their burgers, their wings are fantastic. Great apps. Home of bacon. Uh, the pint of bacon. It's the pint, gla- pint glass with bacon in it, damn it. Uh, the I transit mean, log. Yeah, thank you. Transit thank log. You. Pizza logs wrapped in bacon. Slathered with barbecue yeah. sauce. Ugh. Good old slathering on now, there. Now, I, I, I got to shamelessly plug this. Bacon blue burger with an egg on top with your with your Money. tater tots on the side. Oh, you get a little yolk that just goes into the tots on the yep. side. Oh. That's good stuff, man. Transit burgers half price on Thursday. Yeah, uh, half, half, half price burgers on Thursdays at the yeah. Transit Music Lounge. Power uh, moves. Go check them out. Our friends uh, Sean, Joey, and Will over there. Uh, Sean is one of the guys that we sit with with our season tickets, and he's a good friend. Uh, good guy, local guy. Good guy, local guy. Uh, big music guy as well. So, uh, big shout out to the Transit Music Lounge and the Union Pub. Go check them out if you're in the burbs. Uh, you can check out their info down below if you're listening to this. Info's down below on the summary section down yonder. So uh, with that being said, tomorrow night, the Ravens in Miami to dismantle the Dolphins. Yeah. It's going to be ugly. This this one's not going to be good. So ESPN has uh, Ravens minus seven and a half. And this week, 
brand new. We got some upgraded lines. We we upgraded the tits. Yeah, we upgraded the tits. Uh, we all, it, it's almost as if we had a uh, a tit enhancement surgery done. Yes, just a little bit. You know, just a little bit. Just, you know, just fill out the couple. Yeah, a bit. yeah, yeah. Just I mean, we need to make sure they're all perky. We we need to figure out a way. Uh, one of these stats, one of these numbers, needs to be called the cup or the cup size or something like. The, yeah, there I mean, you go. Yeah, here we the, go. The cup, cup size. size. Cup size. Here you go. So cup size. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Ravens. Ravens on the cup size is is plus eight. So full half point different from uh, from the ESPN line, which I think is through Fox Bet. Uh, I believe so. Or maybe it's Dynasty Kings. I don't know. One of the two. Um, yeah, I think this one's going to be ugly. I think Lamar is going to look really good. Uh, yeah. They the the one thing the Dolphins do do fairly well <laughs> is play coverage. He said doo-doo. <laughs> do do <laughs> do 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 do. Um, the one things the one thing that the the Finns are fairly good at is playing coverage. Uh, they have I do believe both corners are back on the field. I mean, this is an entirely different week in terms of that because you have to be a run defender first. Uh, absolutely, even in the secondary. Absolutely. That's what the Ra- the Ravens the the biggest thing with their offense. Now it's not super efficient. Nope. Right, it's not towards the top of the league, not top five, but running scheme wise, they're so creative that they make you have to use your defensive backs to stop the run, and then that's when they leak out a tight end or Hollywood Brown. Yeah, give him one step, Lamar hits him in stride, and have fun. And, you and, know? That, and that's really the big thing is I I think their secondary is good enough to keep that one step to a half step where they can make a play. Uh, but the Dolphins' offense is anemic. It's just yeah. bad, and the and that's really what the difference in this game is going to be. Is the Dolphins aren't just aren't going to be able to put. And up the points. Ravens' defense, well, again, not elite, is still very good. Yes. So, yeah, they should they should be able to tee off on the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm I'm taking I'm definitely taking the Ravens here, and I and I think they cover. Yeah, I think they cover as well. I'll even take the tits line here. Oh yeah, boy. I'll take the eight points. You know, the we'll call that the underwire. <laughs> We're just gonna make all the references. I love that. I love all that. the references. Ah, uh, the Saints heading to Tennessee to take on the Titans. This one's interesting to me. Uh, let me pull up here. What do you got on on this one? Uh, minus three from ESPN, and minus. the 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 cup size is uh, minus four for Tennessee. Both of those. This feels like a defensive battle to me. Ah, uh, I mean, I guess I'm not sure if Tennessee's defense is really that good, but obviously New Orleans' offense is. And that's, and and I do think the Saints' defense is pretty darn good. They are, but I I like Tennessee. Like when Ryan Tannehill is is clicking at average, you know, they're a good team, right? And their offensive line is clearly good enough where they can still get running yards and still establish that and get their play action game going. They got the weapons. AJ Brown and Julio are healthy, allegedly. Right. And and the and the big thing here is uh, for. New Orleans, they have to stop. They have to not do what the Rams did last week, which was just give the Titans a short field all the time. Yeah, uh, the Titans' offense didn't do anything spectacular last week. They right. didn't do anything. Oh my God! They didn't beat the. You know, they 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 didn't like run the ball up and down the field at will. They didn't throw the ball up and down the field at will. They didn't. Have but to. they but they didn't have to. Yeah. Um. So I I, I think the key here for the Saints is going to be protect the ball right i mean I've, that's everybody's kind of goal and you know turnovers are volatile yeah uh one of the most volatile stats so you can't rely on that week to week defensively but that being said tennessee is proven to win games multiple ways because yes. if you remember the bills game it wasn't exactly like they're 
I know, but <laughs> it wasn't exactly like their defense held the Bills. Josh right. Allen slipped on a fourth and one dr- on a game-winning drive. Right. Like, he moved the ball down the field. Yes. We racked up yards. Yes. And their offense is the one that came through and won them that game. Yeah. Um, I I think that I, I want the Saints to win this because I need the Titans to start losing football games. Yeah, especially if we're going to just keep pissing away our chances at the one seed. No kidding. Um, I need them to start losing and losing quick. I they they have they still have the easiest route. I think the Titans do to the one seed, and uh, but I want the Saints to win this. I just don't think they're going to. I I mean, yeah, I'm going to take the Titans uh, underwire here minus four. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, so the Bills going to the Jets, playing Mike White against a team that Josh Allen does not like to play very well against, uh, very specifically against their middle linebacker. Yeah. Was it I mean, T.J. Mosley's really good. Yeah, he doesn't suck. Definitely doesn't suck. And uh, Josh makes him look really good every time we play him. Uh, this is also – so there's an interesting stat here. Uh, there was a year – I don't remember exactly the year. This Like the Bills were, you know, like 17-point favorites to – the Colts and lost and the following week they were like 15 point favorites to the Jets and lost. Well, we were 14 and a half to the Jags last week and we lost and now we're playing the Jets and we're 13 point favorites. Yep. Uh the tits underwire is 10 and a half. So, uh um, cup size. Uh, the cup size, yes. Cup size is 10 and a half. Um 13 from ESPN. Now, I, like I said, Jets tend to give us fits in terms of just close games. Yeah. Um, well, and it, it, cuz it's divisional, you yeah. know, and I I don't like losing the game to Jacksonville and going into a divisional opponent that despite the fact that the Jets are not a good football team, they they play us well. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's a scoop. Josh you're, did you're have a, he had a time last year versus a Robert Sala defense. Yes. Had an absolute field day. And uh, they did have a, a good old inside linebacker there too, Fred Warner. So yeah. who's who might be better than C.J. Mosley? And he's yeah, he's bigger, rangier. May, I mean, yeah, he fills downhill just as well. So right. yeah, uh, you could definitely make that argument. Um, so you know, you may, maybe we figure it out. But I think a lot of that comes down to Brian Dable actually figuring out how to remove his head from his sphincter. Yeah, because it seems to be cutting off the airflow. Yeah, um, I, I feel like I've said it before. I, and I'm going to say it again. I want a dominant win here. Yeah. I, I, and, and, and like, I don't want a dominant win because we should. I want a dominant win because we need to. Yeah. Like, we, we, need to, we need to show need to the league. We need to get that swag back. Yeah. We need to show ourselves and we need to show the league that we're still the Bills. Well, we we're beat still, the Chiefs and all of a sudden we're just we're just rolling over. and Right. Uh, you know, and it's it's just one of those ugly, ugly things that, uh, you know, I want I want a three-possession a three victory here or – I'm not going to feel good about it. Yeah. Um, the Steelers hosting the Lions, who apparently have the magical luck stat, apparent, uh, according to our buddy Manu. The Lions, yeah. Well, they're <laughs> finally down to 32, Manu. Oh, we finally got there, bud. <laughs> and it's pretty much just because the Dolphins beat the Texans. Right. But the Texans, the funny part about the Texans this week and the tits, now tits haven't uh, officially been released, but I don't care. Um the Texans actually gained points from losing to Miami <laughs> because they jumped a tier in terms of efficiency right. to not bottom five in the league gotcha. because they played Miami. Right. So they gained <laughs> points from beating from losing to Miami. Yeah, that was a wild one. That's uh, So both teams sucked so bad. Ugh. Yeah, so we got the uh, 
We got so, the Steelers yeah. giving up nine to ESPN, where they got where the uh, the cup size has them giving up ten. Cup size has Steelers by ten, which is kind of int- like the Steelers only play one possession games. So I'm not really a fan of either of these lines. Right. I would definitely take the Lions to cover, despite them being not good. Um, but like the Steelers' offense is, is is horrific. It's absolutely horrific. Uh, the, the Lions are a weirdly good winless team. They they, they still not. They're st- well, and the thing with the tits too that it it showed until this week, um, they're still not bottom of the league in efficiency. Right, like overall efficiency, they're just not. So like they're not playing awful football, they're, which is I mean, we're talking about a team that doesn't have a win, but they're not playing awful football. They're not. I mean, they're yeah. they're they're a, a, a called penalty away from actually from beating the the Ravens this right. year. I, like I mean, and, and a just you know historically long field goal, yeah, from the greatest kicker of all time, right? <laughs> so uh, the Steelers win this one. Uh, I, I will take yeah, like I said, I'll, I, I, I'll don't, I don't take the Lions to cover. Yeah, I, I don't think the Steelers cover Steelers here. don't cover. No, no. Uh, the Jags and the Colts. This is a this is a, a continue to build your resume Colts game here. I think. Yeah. Well, um, it's also one that they need. Yes. Um, if you're going to make a wild card push. And I, and I do have the Colts being uh, a team under 500 that makes a playoff push. But it's and it's because I think they, they definitely have five more wins in them. Um, easy, I think, based on their schedule. Yeah. And then they need to upset one of three teams or four teams that, down the stretch. And that give that you you hit that ten that win Bills mark. Game's looking juicy for them. Yeah, absolutely, that looks like that upset game that you could like. Hey, you knocked us out of the playoffs last year. This could help get us in this year. Yeah. Um, especially with what the Bills have been doing, so yeah. uh, they're definitely licking their chops. But they got to get through a divisional opponent here, and I think they do. Uh, I think they win this one, and I think this is one of the big. This is the biggest jump as far as the uh, the ESPN spread versus the Tits Cup size. I mean, yeah, there's there's another one that I want to get to later, but yeah, uh, the ESPN spread is is Colts minus ten and a half. The Cup size is minus two for the Colts. So yeah, that's an eight and a half point difference. Um, Big jump. Yeah. So in terms of taking ESPN, people, well, Tits is saying take the Jags. But uh, it's given given the Colts two points here in a division slugfest. Yeah, you know, and I think uh, I, I do think the Colts are are built to do uh, bare minimum. Their offensive line is a little bit better than ours is. Yeah, I, I think when healthy, I don't know how fully healthy they are right uh, now. I, I believe Q is on uh, IR again. Yeah, so which, which is definitely definitely a shot. And but. and you know the Jags defense for as bad as the Bills were, they they did impress me. Yeah. You know, Josh Allen looked good. Um, Miles, I've always been a fan of Miles Jack. So, yep. yeah, the uh, the battle for who's really whose name is really Josh Allen, or the, the funny memes that have come of that, yeah. have just been annoyingly funny. Um, but I do I, the Colts take this one, in my opinion, and I think you agree. Yeah. Um, so the Buccaneers go to Washington to play the football team. Yep. ESPN has uh, Bucks minus nine and a half. Cup size from Tits Bucks minus fourteen and a half. Yeah, which I like. Yeah. I, I, I think that's. I think that's more. I think that's definitely more of. Is Fitz ever going to play football again? Is he? Uh, is he done? He might be done. That's a, that's done. frustrating, and you know, kind of depressing. Yeah, I know you're a big Fitzy guy, and Tom Brady just doesn't slow down. No. Also, um, you know, the football team seems to be right on the uh, every week. They're getting a team that wants a bounce back game, <laughs> and they are the team that just keeps you know getting their head bounced off the ground while these 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 teams 
have a get right game. Right. So yeah, old Tommy boy is probably going to sling the rock all over the yard here, and talk about an offensive line. Uh, football team's defensive front has been pitiful this year for all the, you know, the high prestige that they get from first round picks. But um, yeah, the Bucks offensive line should probably manhandle them. Yeah, uh, and I just looked it up while you were talking. Um, Fitz is going for an MRI this week, which will give a more precise timetable to his return from the injured reserve. So, uh, and I do, I do think he he retakes the starting job there when he does come back. But yeah. it'll be too little, too late by then, which is unfortunate. Although, I don't know, you squeak out a couple wins and you might be in the wild card standing or wild card discussion because the NFC is very top heavy. This, if there's one thing that this NFL season has told us, it is that it is a wide open playing field. Oh. God, yeah, the parody, it's madness. Uh, I went on the two-point conversation today and talked about it, and whew, yeah, it is all over the map. Wild and crazy. NFL's drunk, man. The NFL is drunk, and it needs to go home. I'll go home. I'm drunk. I mean, you're already home, so. Oh, good news. <laughs> uh, Falcons at Cowboys. Uh, the Falcons are currently a playoff team. Yeah. Oh, my are God. Are the what Falcons a- elite? Uh, if the, if the Falcons are elite, Joe Flacco's elite. Okay, well then that's a short conversation. They're and obviously there we elite. Are. So there ESPN has Cowboys minus nine. Cup size uh, is going to be minus eight for the the old Cowboys here. The Cowboys. This is a get right game, right? Yeah, like this, I, I would this is going to be. Remember, the Falcons are the Falcons, and the Cowboys are the Cowboys this year. And this this offense is going to Trayvon Diggs for two picks, one touchdown, and then Dak two, two Dak picks throws and three, a tutty. three tutties. I just say that because he's on my dynasty team. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> and cornerbacks aren't really the most. Uh, I mean, he had a great start to the year. I, uh, I'll un- take a, I'll take eleven to fifteen points from a corner every week. No kidding. But uh, yeah, the Cowboys take this, and I think they co- I, I think they more than cover personally. But what do I, I know? I I have been you wrong. Know, you know the Falcons; they like to keep it close. They do. They'll, they like to the, keep it close. The, the Falcons will go up like twenty eight to or, three and a half. Or it'll be like it'll be like thirty four to seventeen, and then the Falcons will score, and then get an onside kick, score again, and then like cover, but still lose. Right. So it'll be something ridiculous like that. Yeah, or like they'll, <laughs> they'll go for two in a weird spot just to make it so yeah. they're lined up for the win, but the they won't get they won't get close Not to win, but close. they'll cover. Yeah. Oh, brutal. Uh, Panthers, who are just in shambles right now, visiting the Cardinals, uh, came out. Sam Darnold has a shoulder fracture, and P.J. Walker will be under center for the Panthers. Eye emojis. Big P.J. Walker guy. Yeah, you know. Philip Walker the third. I just, what, like, it, it's come out at this point, like, I think I think you done messed up going with. Uh, with Darnold? With uh, yeah, with Samuel. Well, it also seems like uh, I've heard reports that Matt Rule is not uh, fully bought into being an NFL coach. Really? And was co- considering uh, listening on USC. Oh, so yeah, that's never good either. Yeah. Um. You know, and they big news out of this one. Um. The Brian Burns situation with Mac Jones oh, last week. Oh my god, that, that was, was uh, disgusting. I would just ruin Mac Jones's life. I would have taken a fifteen in a game. Yeah, if if he if I saw like my teammate get hit or rolled up on like that purposefully, yeah, yeah, have fun. You're getting my elbow right through your grill. Sure are. It's fight on sight, bud. Yeah. Tarps Ask questions off. later. Tar- tarps off. Um, Let's go. In terms of this game, though, Cardinals favored by ten and a half according to ESPN. Cup size minus eight for cards uh, according to tits. And and that's got to be because defensively, 
the Panthers aren't awful. Defensively, the Panthers are only beat out by the Bills. There you go. So um, now the Cards are also top five in defense. Right. So, but I I assume that like when you look on paper with how they're doing and and Kyler know, questionable, DeAndre yeah. questionable. So you know, Cards aren't exactly. Um, and, I, I mean, they looked good last week, but and and this but this also this feels is a different defense. Yeah, this feels like a, a game that you would look at and be like, well. The way things are going, they're starting a backup. Like, you know, you you could you sit there and say like, ah, maybe we give Kyler and D Hop one more week, and then all of a sudden this defense comes out and you CMC know. PJ Walker and a good defensive performance against a banged up Cards offense could be upset alert. I agree. Uh, the Cardinals, in my opinion, do take and cover. They win. They win and they cover here. It, it, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking something like twenty-seven to six. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to be good. Um, and then, and I'm saying twenty-seven. If Kyler and Diop don't play, right? <laughs> right. Colt, Colt McCoy and uh, Christian Kirk with Edmonds and uh, Nah, who was the quarterback who played last week? It wasn't Colt McCoy. It was Colt McCoy. I thought he was a taller guy. No, it was definitely Colt McCoy. All right, hold on, let me look it up for you. Just, just so we're correct here, because if you're gonna come, yeah, Colt McCoy, twenty-two for twenty-six, two forty-nine and one electric, lighten it up, get it done. Colt McCoy winning football games in 2021. What are we doing with our lives? The NFL's drunk. Go home. Uh, Vikings visiting the Chargers. God, the Vikings. Uh, you're on the verge of helping me out, boys. And then just no pulling, bueno. pulling a Falcons and pissing away a lead. It's a tough look. They're really, really good at playing the Belichick style, and and just they've mastered the losing part. Yeah. Everything's a one-possession game, though, and that's reflected here in the lines. ESPN has this Chargers minus two and a half, and uh, cup size is minus three for the Chargers. You know, and if you told me that this was a division-leading Chargers team at five and three, taking on the what are they? The, I mean, they're number two, but they're three and five in their division. Uh, yeah, with with the Packers running away with it. Yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't say that this was would be that close, but the the Vikings. Do they find a way to be tight with everyone they play? Yeah, well, and the Chargers have a serious problem with their defense. They are extremely Kansas City. Both both teams are top five in offense, bottom five in defense, and that that's tough. Especially, I mean, for years, LA's defense is what really was their bread and butter, and right. their offense did enough. Um, you know, and it was always the thing that their offense started cooking late in the season, but not, but like a game too late. Yeah. And they missed the playoffs. We're right. obviously talking post LT era. Correct. Because LT era, that was, it was kind of flipped. It was just give the ball to LT and then hope Sean Merriman sacks the quarterback enough. Right. But then post that, yeah, you're right. It was, it was rely on the defense and then hope Phillip Rivers throws to Antonio Gates like three times. Yeah. But they just hope, hope they do enough. Uh, Chargers take this, in my opinion. Uh, but probably in, a, in another one possession game. Yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a you know Vikings underwire here. I'll take them with the plus three. Uh, I just this is a classic field goal finish. I mean, both these teams love the field goal finish, so hard not to. Uh, and the the weird news coming out of Minnesota this week is the Dalvin Cooks thing. With, yeah, you know, uh, a, an army sergeant that he was seeing breaking into his house with uh, maced him. Yeah, like and the the two sides of the story are just two totally different worlds. Like she broke into the house with a stolen garage door opener and then held him and his guests at gunpoint and maced them. And then when she like 
went to do like she went to do something he like attacked her and pushed her and she hit her head and her side of the story is that she went there to break up with him and he got angry and violent about it and uh, it just the whole thing is ugly and it's, and it's interesting well, considering that he's bringing the lawsuit um well she's bringing the lawsuit now too okay his, his so his agent came out and dropped the um the statement on it yesterday right and then today she actually filed lawsuit okay well fantastic he Definitely filed first, so suck it, nerd. (laughs) Suck it, nerd. Uh, So another interesting team that's been in the the news all week. Uh, First off, the Seahawks are getting Russell Wilson back, which couldn't have happened any sooner. I think this is is my NFC team below 500 that's got a shot to make a playoff push. Um, And they're taking on the Packers, which I think the Packers win this game. But then there's the wild card of Aaron Rodgers, who will, who as long as he you know, is asymptomatic, can come back on Saturday. This is 10 days. Uh, if he's showing symptoms, he's got to go back-to-back negative tests 24 hours apart. He said in the news, and I know this because I've been covering it, uh, we'll see how I feel. I It doesn't really make a difference to me. You can have Russ. Um, the, the Seahawks' defense is pitiful. Yeah, it, but Jordan Love's tackle. not good. Okay, fantastic. Give the ball to Aaron Jones. Give the ball to AJ Dillon, grind some out, hit hit the uh, Devonte Adams on like one or two play actions. I mean, like, look, it, it, it there, there's a clear recipe to success for Green Bay. They don't, I don't think they they necessarily need Aaron Rodgers. With Aaron Rodgers, they are Super Bowl contender, NFC Championship of hopeful. Uh, without that, I, they're playoff team. Yeah, so I I don't, and I don't think Seattle is a playoff team. I know you just said under five hundred might make a playoff run. I I don't I don't see it. They their offense even with Russ early in the year was still a mess, and their defense can't tackle. So part of the reason I put this on here is they're going to beat Washington. I think they're going to beat the Niners. They're going to beat the Texans. I think they're going to beat the Bears. They're going to beat the Lions, and I think if you upset. The Packers, the Cardinals, one of those two times, or the Rams, you squeak in, and the NFC is very top heavy. So there's a lot of room. There's there's two there's two wild card spots up for grabs there. Right. And I personally think if Aaron Rodgers spitefully says, "Oh, I don't like the way you guys handled this whole COVID thing with me and the whole the way this went down and all the crap that got talked," so I'm not feeling great. I'm not playing Sunday. I think they win this one. I think this is the upset they need to get the and they get the five other wins that they that are there right. for ready and waiting. If 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 Rodgers doesn't play, the Seahawks win this game. Right. Put it on the board. I got Packers either way. Okay. Um. And and listen, we're not supposed to agree on everything. Nope. That's why we do this. Yep. Uh, the Chiefs and the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders do one thing really, really well, and it's play defense. And the Chiefs do one thing really well, and it's not play good football this year. Yeah. Uh, this is this is the game that I I thought was very interesting in terms of uh, lines. So ESPN has the Chiefs uh, minus two and a half, and the cup size is the, the Raiders Chiefs plus two. Right. Oh boy. So Raiders are favored according to Tits at home, division game. Yeah. What are your thoughts here? Uh, this is interesting to me because, I mean, with everything that's happened to the Raiders this year. The fact that they're still playing good football is... The fact that their offense is 1.4 yards per play better without John Gruden. <laughs> right. Um, it, it, like This team is just an anomaly, I think. Well, and like, here's here's my big thing, and I'll say, I've been saying it every week. 
you need a guy who can block Max Crosby. And they don't make many of them. No. Now, Rashawn Slater for the Chargers, he did a decent job as a rookie, but the Chiefs' offensive line has not been great in they're saying chemistry this, chemistry that. Well, they spent a lot of capital to have an offensive line that's been meh. And like you said, the Raiders are playing good defense. They're not elite. No. But, but and, good. And my big thing is Max Crosby is a difference maker on that defense. He's really the only reason that they do anything because he pressures the quarterback. He stops the run, sets the edge. Yeah. And then, yeah. And he's and he's that guy. He may not always show up in stats, and I and I know this because I right. You know, he's Jerry uh, Hughes esque. Yes, very much so. And like and Jerry Hughes, the last year and a half, where yeah. he's not try, just trying to go seven yards upfield and turn in to get a sack. You know, he's the guy that's plugging Being a holes. Football keep, player, yes, doing your responsibility, yes. And uh, it's actually why I, I like. Uh, we actually did uh, season awards, and we'll post that graphic as soon as I get somebody to, you know reply to me i'm waiting for one one host to get back to me on that taylor <clears throat> yeah taylor um <laughs> and uh but i i like your pick for this uh i personally picked jalen ramsey for the same reason because yeah. he's, he's having a great year by redefining who he is right um so i th- what do you think I, I vegas takes this right i think vegas takes this i'll take the cup size i'll take vegas uh by two points yeah for sure i just don't think the chiefs the, the i mean the chiefs defense is certainly a problem and if the raiders defense can just play average you know, if they can just bring Kansas City's offense down a peg, you know, they 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 sneak away with this one. And at home, their car has also been friggin' balling, dude. Yeah, yes, he really has. Um, I missed. I, I jumped to the Sunday night game there. I missed the Eagles visiting the Broncos, probably because it, it, I, I I don't know who's picking the Suck Bowl this week. But if I had to pick a Suck Bowl, this is probably it. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know, I. You want to go back and cover that one, or we can just kind of well gloss over that. The ESPN's given Denver two and a half, or sorry, they're yeah. get, technically they're technically giving. No, you're right. Okay, and the tits give Denver five. Yep, cup size five for Denver. So uh, Denver wins this game. Their defense is too good. Yeah, yeah, I I, I think so. And you know what. Teddy, Teddy Two Gloves is coming along. Javante Williams is starting to look good. Jerry uh, Judy's back. Right. So they got the full complement of weapons. I like the Broncos. I think they're they're a team who I think um, they might sneak into the playoffs as a wild card over the, the Chargers or Chiefs. Yeah. I I don't disagree with that. I mean, and any defense that can slow down the Cowboys, uh, yeah, you're a good defense in my yeah. And last but not least on the docket, the Rams look to get right against the Niners who can't get out of their own damn way. Yeah. The Niners are they're an interesting team. So the line here is um, San Fran plus four from ESPN. Cup size, San Fran plus nine and a half. So that's a decent little uh, chunk of change that's there. A, that's a good jump there too. I mean, I can't disagree with it. Like, I know the Rams didn't look great last week against Tennessee, but – like, come on, they they. So I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm looking I'm looking at your rankings here. Um, last week the the Rams were four, and the Niners were L. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's that. First of all, that's this week. Rams are four. The, gotcha. The Niners are twenty one. I uh, clearly clearly messed that up. Right. I got to redo this whole graphic anyway. So. 
But uh, yeah, I, the I, th- this is this is another one of those get right games. I think for the Rams, uh, prime time in division, it's tough. You never know. Right? Yeah, I understand why the line is is closer than the uh, the cup size here. Um, because they do take the, those things into consideration. Yeah, the division game. Um, but I, yeah, I'll, I'll take the Rams under wire here. I'll take the nine and a half. Yeah, I agree. I think, and I think this is going to be one that the Rams come out angry and uh, try to prove a point. Yeah, I can expect Aaron Donald's going to come out with a kind of man on a mission. He always takes it personally when they lose, yeah. despite the fact that he like is you know a beast. <laughs> <laughs> and you usually like one of the one like when they lose, he's still one of the bright spots. Exactly. Um, but yeah, he always takes it personally and then just ruins the other team's night. Uh, this is fixing to be a game that he just dominates. Like, yeah. He's just that dude that's all over two your sacks, TV maybe a strip sack, couple of TFLs, uh, couple couple passes defended at the line. Yeah, maybe a an, bunch maybe of an hurries and QB hits that yeah. don't result in sacks. Pick six because. Un- un- unfortunately, people Kicking out the there point. listening, you know, uh, <laughs> not every great defensive play results in a stat. Right. And, and that's one of the best things I think out there. I, I'm getting tired of hearing how bad Ed Oliver is when, in turn, he's... Eddie's looked good. He's looked great all he's year. He's looked really good. Um, and one other thing that I'm... And I, I'm going to throw this out there because if you follow us via some of the Facebook groups that we post to, um, we had somebody last week to call us biased for not picking the Bills because he didn't think we were Bills fans. Basically, like, oh, you're Bills haters, you biased motherfuckers. For not picking them as lock of the week. For not picking them as lock of the week. Um, now, we t- Taylor picked the Rams, and he told me in the text chain that he didn't want to pick a game that seemed like, well, duh. Right? He wanted to pick something that, like, yeah, was a little bit more tighter that's, but that's like the point of lock th- that's of the, the week. point of the lock of the week anybody can look and say this team sucks they're playing one of the best teams in the league they're gonna lose yeah um so he picked the rams over the titans and he was wrong but but i like that he picked it i well love that he picked it and this dude called us bias so i replied to the guy and i was like hey not for nothing we're all but we're all diehard bills fans two of us have season tickets um and the dude was like i what is what did, what did you having season tickets have to do with anything like well you called me a biased fan that's actually untrue, and I'm showing you that like we are a fan of the team. You claim we're not like we're biased against. Yeah. So if you're gonna come, come correct. We're Bills fans. Yeah. Then he did that he changed the entire argument that we're bad fans for not picking the Bills as lock of the week. We talk about it all the time. Like we, we do the totally indisputable team ranking system, affectionately known and loved as the tits. Because the one thing the tits don't take into consideration is your feelings and your like how like in your nope. fandom. At right? all. And we like it that way. You know, we're we're all diehard Bills fans. Uh, we joked around in years past when we used to do when we used to pick four or uh, five games and we would do running records of those five games. Um, and the one game we always picked was the Bills games because we're all all Bills fans. And we always used to give shit to people who didn't pick the Bills. Yeah. We pick, me and Taylor picked the Bills every week because that was just a funny bias that we're giving you that L if we're going to lose. Even yeah. if we think we're going to lose, we're picking the Bills because we're Bills fans. This isn't the case. Like we have a full gambit to pick from and we're picking for one reason or another. Not for nothing. If you watched the Bills game against Miami, the Bills didn't play well. The the yeah the you could say that the writing was on the wall. If that there was a, if the Bills were rolling, coming. if the Bills were hot, sure, great. But they weren't. They you know, they went three three at half with Miami after losing to Tennessee and coming off a bye. Right, like it was clear that they were they're at a reset. We need to refine our game. Yes, um, and. I didn't say much. This dude went off, said a few other things. He, well, he, he he said that we didn't have any observation skills and we right. didn't watch any of the games. And that yada, we're yada, just, yada. basically, we're just out here blowing smoke. 
And then the Bills game happened. And your boy went hard in the paint. Yeah. Came, came straight with the I rock. Mean, I also, <laughs> I, I'm going to take a little credit here, gave you a nice lob up for oh, you. I was going there regardless, but I, I, pre- yeah. I appreciated it. Yeah, I knew on. you were, really but did. like I had to get my own <laughs> dig in there. Uh, and that's not really something I enjoy doing, but I was I was a little little tipsy and very angry, and it was just like you know, also, you know in what? In your defense, that guy came hard at you. For, oh yeah, for not really any reason. Yeah, for because I didn't pick the bills, and like he, I I lit him up. He never replied. Yeah, like never said a word back. Never never said anything. So, uh, understand like you know we, when we do this stuff, we we do put ourselves out here and we do open ourselves up for criticism, but like I I'm not going to stand for you know just ridiculous like questioning of our character and our abilities to do what we do because i mean you guys are listening to us we we don't just talk out of our ass we know we, we have an idea of what we're talking about yeah you know we we kind of live There's in this a world basis man, for why we're saying what we're saying i mean my, my man go, my man comes out here he created an entire formula to do power rankings like we don't just sit here and go okay i think this team i yeah. think this thing like there's an actual goddamn that's, formula that's, that's and does the research to find the numbers to do the formula that's like, the best part about the i love the tits and everybody like they'll be like especially with the nhl one that recently came out um the Sabres had a good month of October, so they were in the top 10. Yeah. And somebody called me a Hurricanes fan because they were number one. And I was like, nah, I'm a Sabres fan. And then somebody called me bias, and I'm like, I appreciate you for keeping me honest and, you know, checking my bias. It's really hard to be biased when you just plug in numbers and then sort by largest value. And that's what the tits is. Yeah. It's really hard to be biased when you do that. You know, and, and and that's the thing is like we do have some bias, and we know that. Like, we oh know, yeah, I we mean, know well, that we're well, when biased. We're picking fans. the games when we're picking the games. That's where our opinions come in, right? But we can still talk about the teams objectively. Yes, and I can objectively say like the Bills did not play well. Yeah, the like Bills I'm a like Bills fan. Shit. The Bills played like shit the last two weeks. Uh, you know, so I don't have to suck my own teams. Yeah, yeah no, I yeah. You, I agree. You, we don't have to suck the Bills off just because we're Bills fans. Uh, that's what makes you a bad fan, actually. Um, you know that like. Hearing reports of a guy and a, a guy and his five year old who got their asses kicked after the game because they were Bills fans in Jacksonville, like th- that that stuff makes you a bad fan. Yeah, like stop yeah, beating shot. the fuck out of a five year old. That's like, whatever. But uh, that's gonna wrap up this episode of Hat Stats and Stats. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, Big Diesel, thanks for joining me. Yeah, glad uh, to be here. Hat Stats and Stats, part of the BICBP Radio Network, www.bicbp-radio.com, slash hats-tats-stats, or just go to the go to bicbpradio.com, uh, click podcast, click the sports tab, click our logo, and you can find us from there. Uh, you, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, anywhere else you get your podcasts from, you can find it, you can listen to the podcast right on the Facebook page now. They have that cool app that when we upload this, it goes right to the page. Uh, on top of that, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, uh, Facebook, just type in Hat Stats and Stats Podcast or the Tits, Totally Indisputable Team Ranking System. Both pages are on there. We're also on Twitter. The Hat Stats and Stats is at Hat Stats Stats and the Tits Twitter is at T-I-T-S, the number four H-T-P-S. And then you can find us on Instagram at H-T-S underscore pod or I believe it's the same at for H-T-S-P, sorry. Yeah. Uh, the same thing that's yeah. uh, at H-T or all, at, uh, yeah. all the all the Twits. All the tits, social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at T-I-T-S for H-T-S-P. Yep. So uh, you can find us there. Like, follow, share, subscribe. You can, you'll you know, never miss a single thing that we post, a single thing we talk about. Uh, if you follow us on the social media, like, follow, share, subscribe, do all the cool stuff. And with that, we will catch you guys next week, hopefully with better and more cheerful news to talk about the Bills and uh, a little bit less of a crazy wild week from the NFL itself. But who knows? It is a week-to-week league. And uh, with that, go Bills. Go Bills.
Hey, are you looking for more from your daily sports talk shows? Do you get tired of the same talking heads babbling on about the same things day in and day out? Don't you wish you got to hear more depth and passion in your sports conversations? The kind that goes above and beyond clickbait talking points whose sole purpose is to piss you off and get you to talk about how much you hate them or the host that set them. Are you looking for legit sports guys talking about legit sports stuff? Then tune in to Can You Dig Sports Radio every weekday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. and take a shot of shot takes. The sports show that goes down smooth with a fiery finish guaranteed to be the high-octane, 100-proof sports talk you're looking for. That shot takes, powered by Hats, Tats, and Stats podcast, every weekday from 10 to 2, right here on Can You Dig Sports Radio.